The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Well, the weekend is finally here. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Saturday, May 29th, 2021. Saturday of the eighth week in ordinary time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle one. And Saturday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the rosary. Our saint today is Saint Maximinus of Trier. He was probably born in France and succeeded Saint Agritus as Bishop of Trier, giving refuge to Athanasius in 336. St. Paul, the Patriarch of Constantinople, was also given Maximinus protection. Maximinus was an ardent enemy of the Arian heretics. He was a known miracle worker and apologist for Orthodox Catholicism and was called by St. Jerome one of the most courageous bishops of his time. St. Maximinus of Trier died in 347. St. Maximinus, pray for us and let's offer this day to the Lord. My God, I adore you and I love you with all my heart. I thank you for having created me, made me a Christian, and preserved me this night. I offer you the actions of this day. Grant that all of them may be in accordance with your holy will and for your greater glory. Protect me from sin and from all evil. Let your grace always be with me and with all my dear ones. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that those in charge of finance will work with governments to regulate the financial sphere and protect citizens from its dangers. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. By what authority do you do these things? Or who has given to you the authority that you should do these things? This is what we hear the chief priests and the scribes and the elders say to you today, Jesus, in the temple. Clearly something has got their back up and they are fighting back. Authority. That is a huge theme that we want to pray about today. A specific Lord Jesus to see your authority that reigns supreme. Now, we can probably all think of examples of people who like to exercise power without necessarily having authority. I can think of a very clear example. A few years ago, I was on pilgrimage to a holy place and there were meals provided as part of the pilgrimage. And the breakfast was a rather Spartan affair. So we had to queue up to get the breakfast. And basically all you got was one small little piece of bread and a stick of chocolate. And to that you could add a cup of hot chocolate or a cup of hot peach tea. Now, 
knowing my own limitations, let's say I knew that that probably was not going to be enough to sustain me to lunchtime, which was likely going to be equally as Spartan. So I asked very nicely, it has to be said, the girl who was serving the stick of chocolate, if perhaps I could have two sticks of chocolate. Well, she looked at me as if I was literally the most unreasonable person that she had ever met, who was demanding like millions of pieces of chocolate. And she said, no, it's not allowed. It's not allowed. Well, to me, that was a perfect example of somebody who was exercising all their power. They had all the chocolate sticks, the ones that I wanted, and they were going to stick to the rules no matter how nicely or how much need I was of the chocolate. Of course, as soon as she turned her back, I took a piece of chocolate because, let's just say, I felt I needed it. But there is the exercise of power without necessarily having the authority to back it up. But what is this specific accusation that they make against you today, Jesus, in the temple? Because you have the authority to back up everything that you did with power. Because what really annoyed them was what happens a few passages back in the gospel, the cleansing of the temple. You came into the temple of Jerusalem and you cleared it out of all those who were exchanging money and who were selling animals for sacrifice. So these things were necessary for the temple, but they had become corrupt practices in which people were either making money out of them or the temple was becoming a place of commerce. And because you have the authority, Jesus, to act in the temple, because you were the son of God, you had to cleanse that temple. The temple is the place where mankind and God meet, a place of prayer, a place of sacrifice, a place of worship. And if that temple was not pure enough in order for you to teach in it, then of course you had the authority and the power to cleanse it. And that's exactly what you did. But the chief priests, the scribes, and the elders didn't recognize that authority. And so they question you, by what authority do you do these things? Now in a sense, what you did, Jesus, by cleansing the temple was to completely disrupt their social order. So they had a whole economic system worked out and a perfect social system worked out whereby people would come and exchange their money before they could come into the temple and where they could buy their sacrifices in order that they could render proper worship to you. But by disrupting that social order, you put a huge spanner in the works. And we don't like it whenever people upset us in that regard even if it's, let's say, for the right reasons. Often, humanly speaking, we react against our perfect little order being disrupted. But you bring a new order, Jesus. And that's good for us to understand that when you're shaking things up, it's to have something greater come as a result. And all of this teaching, which we see now in the Gospel of Mark in these days, can only come because, first of all, you have disrupted that social order. You have disrupted whatever was the status quo beforehand and purified the temple in order that it can become a place of good teaching and a place where people can indeed meet God in their everyday life. Now, by happy coincidence, today is also the feast of Pope St. Paul VI. And in many ways, he was Pope at a time when the social order needed shaking up. A time whenever the world was witnessing a lot of 
revolution in different areas that was not exactly in keeping with God's vision for mankind. And Paulus very courageously wrote an encyclical letter, which is the top form of papal teaching called Humanae Vitae. He published that in 1968. And that letter speaks about the need to safeguard the value of human life from artificial means of controlling it. So he shook up a whole social order, which was built upon a kind of a revolution in terms of people's own personal identity. Nobody wanted to have any limitation on something that I can do. I choose to do with my body is my business. And nobody can tell me what I can or cannot do. That is not the vision of our own personal freedom that certainly we are presented with in the Bible that's revealed to us by God. And the Pope spoke about the need to, to safeguard precisely that vision which God has for us, that children come to us as a gift and that we shouldn't try to control that by artificial means. Now, by no means was this letter well accepted. And many people were upset by it inside the church and certainly in the world. And the Pope anticipated this in a certain sense by saying that people were possibly going to be against what he had to say because he knew it was going to shake up the social order. But he writes in that letter, it comes as no surprise to the church that she, no less than her divine founder, is destined to be a sign of contradiction. She does not, because of this, evade the duty imposed on her of proclaiming humbly but firmly the entire moral law, both natural and evangelical. In other words, the Pope saw the role of the church is to teach what is true, irrespective of whether or not people want to hear that message or not. If it's something, God, that you truly want to reveal to us, then you give both the power and the authority to the church in order to do that. Now, when we make our own examination of conscience at the end of the day and try and look back to see where you have been moving in our own lives, sometimes we see that you are shaking us up a little bit, that you're inviting us to go in a different direction in times in, in, our, in our faith. You're inviting us certainly to, to leave behind things that are sinful. That might take a little bit of effort on our, on our part. And sometimes when we look at our conduct, we might be willing to excuse ourselves for certain things make little excuses for the sinful behaviors that, that we have in our own life. Well, Jesus, you give us the light that we need to expose all of those little orders that have no relevance in the life that you destined for us. And you give us a glimpse of your own moral authority, your own love for us when you expose those things and you invite them to be purified. You invite them to be changed. The, the role of the church is not so much to tell us what to do, but it is to bring us to that fullness of the truth. And so in the same way that Paul VI was a kind of a courageous witness to what was true, even though it wasn't particularly well received by other people, it's exactly the same way in which Jesus, you're teaching in the temple that day, to, to shake up what seems to be a kind of a crusty social order in order to bring about what is true and to reveal that truth, which is essentially you reaching out to us in love, you coming to seek us and wanting us to know you and to know your truth. 
So help us, Jesus, to be shaken up, especially whenever we are crusted over by our own desire to hang on to our own power or whatever it is. And give us the courage, Lord, to accept the truth that you're willing to give to us. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations that you have communicated to me. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. I choose happiness today. I choose success today. I choose love and goodwill for all today. I choose peace today and every Choose these things to start and end my day. Come on and sing along with me. We choose happiness today. We choose success today. We choose love and goodwill for all today. We choose each today. Those are good choices to start the day. It's 14 past the hour. That is Carol Clark, by the way. And this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Saturday of the eighth week in Ordinary Time, May 29th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. Time to pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org, a lay apostolate promoting the prayer of the Liturgy of the Hours by all of the faithful as we raise hearts hands and voices all together now in the invitatory psalm and the office of readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before Him, singing for joy. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Know that He, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to Him. We are His people, the sheep of His flock. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Go within his gates giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. 
Let us enter into God's rest. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus. Et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Santa Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostre. Amen. The Lord summons heaven and earth to witness his judgment on his people. The Lord summons heaven and earth to witness his judgment on his people. The God of gods, the Lord, has spoken and summoned the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion's perfect beauty he shines. Our God comes. He keeps silence no longer. Before him fire devours, around him tempest rages. He calls on the heavens and the earth to witness his judgment of his people. Summon before me my people, who made covenant with me by sacrifice. The heavens proclaim his justice, for God himself is the judge. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. The Lord summons heaven and earth to witness his judgment on his people. Come to me in your distress, and I will save you. Come to me in your distress, and I will save you. Listen, my people. I will speak. Israel, I will testify against you, for I am God, your God. I accuse you. Lay the charge before you. I find no fault with your sacrifices. Your offerings are always before me. I do not ask more bullocks from your farms, nor goats from among your herds. For I own all the beasts of the forest. Beast in their thousands on my hills. I know all the birds in the sky, all that moves in the field. 
belongs to me. Were I hungry, I would not tell you, for I own the world and all it holds. Do you think I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Pay your sacrifice of thanksgiving to God and render him your votive offerings. Call on me in the day of distress. I will free you and you shall honor me. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Come to me in your distress, and I will save you. A sacrifice of praise will give me glory. A sacrifice of praise will give me glory. But God says to the wicked, But how can you recite my commandments and take my covenant on your lips, you who despise my law and throw my words to the winds? You who see a thief and go with him, who throw in your lot with adulterers, who unbridle your mouth for evil, and whose tongue is plotting crime. You who sit and malign your brother and slander your own mother's son, you do this, and should I keep silence? Do you think that I am like you? Mark this, you who never think of God, lest I seize you and you cannot escape. A sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me, and I will show God's salvation to the upright. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Father, because Jesus, your servant, became obedient even unto death, his sacrifice was greater than all holocausts of old. Accept the sacrifice of praise we offer you through him, and may we show the effects of it in our lives by striving to do your will until our whole life becomes adoration in spirit and truth. A A sacrifice sacrifice of praise will give him you glory. We are always praying earnestly for you, that you may have a deep knowledge of God's will. From the Book of Job Job replied to his friends and said, Be silent, let me alone, that I may speak and give vent to my feelings. I will carry my flesh between my teeth and take my life in my hand. Slay me though he might, I will wait for him. I will defend my conduct before him. And this shall be my salvation, that no impious man can come into his presence. Pay careful heed to my speech, and give my statement a hearing. Behold, I have prepared my case. I know that I am in the right. If anyone can make a case against me, then I shall be silent and die. These things only do not use against me. Then from your presence I need not hide. Withdraw your hand far from me, and let not the terror of you frighten me. Then call me, and I will respond, or let me speak first, and answer me. What are my faults and my sins? My misdeeds and my sins make known to me. 
Why do you hide your face and consider me your enemy? Will you harass a wind-driven leaf or pursue a withered straw? For you draw up bitter indictments against me and punish me in the faults of my youth. You put my feet in the stocks. You watch all my paths and trace out all my footsteps. Man born of woman is short-lived and full of trouble, like a flower that springs up and fades, swift as a shadow that does not abide. Upon such a one will you cast your eyes so as to bring him into judgment before you. Though he wears out like a leather bottle, like a garment that the moth has consumed, can a man be found who is clean of defilement? There is none, however short his days. You know the number of his months. You have fixed the limit which he cannot pass. Look away from him and let him be while, like a hireling, he completes his day. O Lord, do not hide your face from me. Lift away from me the weight of your hand. And And let not the fear of you you terrify me. O God, rebuke me with gentleness and not in anger, for your anger will reduce me to nothing. And And let let not the fear of you terrify terrify me. A reading from a sermon by St. Zeno of Verona, Bishop. Is Job a type of Christ? If I am right, he is. And the comparison will reveal the truth of my claim. But while Job was called a just man by God, God himself is the fountain of justice, from whom all the saints drink. See what Scripture says. The Son of Justice will arise for you. Job was called truthful. But the Lord is, as he says in the gospel, the way, the truth, and the life. And while Job was rich, the Lord is far richer. For the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who dwell in it. All rich men are his servants, and the whole world and all nature as well. But we may compare Job and Christ in many ways. As Job was tempted by the devil three times, so too Christ was tempted three times. The Lord set aside his riches out of love for us and chose poverty so we might become rich. While Job lost all that he possessed, a violent wind killed Job's sons. While the sons of God, the prophets were killed by the fury of the Pharisees. Job became ulcerated and disfigured. While the Lord by becoming man, took on the defilement of the sins committed by all mankind. The wife of Job tempted him to sin. Much as the synagogue tried to force the Lord to yield to corrupt leadership. Thus he was insulted by the priests, the servants of his altar, as Job was insulted by his friends. And as Job sat on a dunghill of worms, So all the evil of the world is really a dunghill which became the Lord's dwelling place, while men that abound in every sort of crime and base desire are really worms. The restoration of health and riches to Job prefigures the resurrection, which gives health and eternal life to those who believe in Christ. 
regaining lordship over all the world, Christ says, All things have been given to me by my Father. And just as Job fathered other sons, so too did Christ. For the apostles, the sons of the Lord, succeeded the prophets. Job died happily and in peace. But there is no death for the Lord. He is praised forever, just as he was before time began. And he always will be, as time continues and moves into eternity. Let us throw off every encumbrance and steadily run the race we have started. Keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus, the source of our faith and its goal. Let us prove ourselves by patient endurance of trials, in times of difficulty and in distress, and when we are flogged or imprisoned. Keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus, the source of our faith and its goal. Let us pray. Grant us, O Lord, we pray, that the course of our world may be directed by your peaceful rule, and that your church may rejoice, untroubled in her devotion, through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Twenty-nine minutes past the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Saturday of the eighth week in Ordinary Time, May 29th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek, and tomorrow is the Solemnity of the Most Holy Trinity.
just love their treatment of that great old song which proclaims the Holy Trinity, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. 26 minutes before the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Saturday of the 8th week in Ordinary Time, May 29th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek, and in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the chief priests, the scribes, and the elders basically say to Jesus, just who do you think you are anyway? It's from the 11th chapter of the Gospel of Mark. And they came again to Jerusalem. As Jesus was walking in the temple, the chief priests and the scribes and the elders came to him. By what authority are you doing these things, or who gave you this authority to do them? I will ask you a question. Answer me, and I will tell you by what authority I do these things. Was the baptism of John from heaven or from men? Answer me. And they argued with one another. If we say from heaven, he will say, Why then did you not believe him? But shall we say, from men? They were afraid of the people, for all held that John was a real prophet. So they answered Jesus. Uh, We do not know. Neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. They had their chance. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. You'll find all of the daily Mass readings on the relevant radio app.
We're winding down Mary's month of May on this, her day of the week, a Saturday. That's our little musical bouquet to our Blessed Mother, Eric Clapton with Holy Mother. And right before that, a boy choir from England called Libera with their take on Ave Maria. It's 15 minutes before the hour. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Saturday, May 29th, 2021. It's Saturday of the 8th week in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek. It's time to pray. We join the entire church now as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org, a lay apostolate promoting the prayer of the Liturgy of the Hours by all of the faithful. We join together now in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. As light of day returns once more, with joyful voices let us sing to God of glory infinite, to Christ our Lord for all his grace, through whom the great Creator's will called day and night from nothingness, appointing them successive law till time itself shall pass away. True light of every faithful soul, unfettered by the law of old, no shades of night can fall that dim, your dazzling and undying light. O Father, uncreated light, be with us as the hours go by, that we may please your Son this day, filled with the Holy Spirit's power. We do well to sing to your name, Most High, and proclaim your mercy at daybreak. We do well to sing your name, Most High, and proclaim your mercy at daybreak. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to make music to your name, O Most High, to proclaim your love in the morning and your truth in the watches of the night, on the ten-stringed lyre and the lute, with the murmuring sound of the harp. Your deeds, O Lord, have made me glad. For the work of your hands I shout with joy. O Lord, how great are your works! How deep are your designs! The foolish man cannot know this, and the fool cannot understand. Though the wicked spring up like grass, and all who do evil thrive, They are doomed to be eternally destroyed. But you, Lord, are eternally on high. 
See how your enemies perish. All doers of evil are scattered. To me you give the wild ox's strength. You anoint me with the purest oil. My eyes looked in triumph on my foes. My ears heard gladly of their fall. The just will flourish like the palm tree and grow like a Lebanon cedar. Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God. Still bearing fruit when they are old, still full of sap, still green, to proclaim that the Lord is just. In him, my rock, there is no wrong. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Take our shame away from us, Lord, and make us rejoice in your saving works. May all who have been chosen by your Son always abound in works of faith, hope, and love in your service. We do well to sing to your name, Most High, and proclaim your mercy at daybreak. I will create a new heart in you and breathe into you a new spirit. I will will create create a new heart in you and and breathe into you you a new spirit. I will take you away from the nations gather you from all the foreign lands, and bring you back to your own land. I will sprinkle clean water upon you to cleanse you from all your impurities, and from all your idols I will cleanse you. I will give you a new heart and place a new spirit within you, taking from your bodies your stony hearts and giving you natural hearts. I will put my spirit within you and make you live by my statutes, careful to observe my degrees. You shall live in the land I gave your fathers. You shall be my people, and I will be your God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. I will create a new heart in you and breathe into you a new spirit. On the lips of children and infants, you have found perfect praise. On the lips lips of the children and infants, you have found perfect praise. How great is your name, O Lord, our God, through all the earth. Your majesty is praised above the heavens, On the lips of children and of babes you have found praise to foil your enemy, to silence the foe and the rebel. When I see the heavens, the work of your hands, the moon and the stars which you arranged, what is man that you should keep him in mind, mortal man, that you care for him? Yet you have made him little less than a god. With glory and honor you crowned him, gave him power over the works of your hand, put all things under his feet, 
all of them, sheep and cattle, yes, even the savage beasts, birds of the air, and fish, that make their way through the waters. How great is your name, O Lord our God, through all the earth. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty Lord, how wonderful is your name. You have made every creature subject to you. Make us worthy to give you service. On the lips lips of of the children children and infants, infants, you you have have found perfect perfect praise. praise. A reading from Second Peter. What we await are new heavens and a new earth, where, according to his promise, the justice of God will reside. So, beloved, while waiting for this, make every effort to be found without stain or defilement, and at peace in his sight. Consider that our Lord's patience is directed toward salvation. The Word of the Lord. Thanks 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 be to God. God. It is my joy, O God, to praise you with song. It It is is my my joy, joy, O God, to to praise you with song. To sing as I ponder your goodness. To To praise praise you with song. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. It It is my my joy, O God, to to praise you with song. Lord, guide our feet into the way of peace. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Lord. Guide our feet into the way of peace. Let us adore God, who has given hope and life to the world through his Son, and let us humbly ask him, Lord, hear us. Lord, hear us. Lord, Father of all, you have brought us to the dawn of this day. 
Make us live with Christ and praise your glory. Lord, Lord, hear us. You have poured out faith, hope, and love upon us. Keep them firmly rooted in our hearts. Lord, hear us. Lord, let our eyes be always raised up to you. So that we may swiftly answer your call. Lord, hear us. Protect us from the snares and enticements of evil. Keep our feet from stumbling. Lord, hear Hear us. us. Now let us pray as Christ the Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. All-powerful and ever-living God, splendor of true light and never-ending day, let the radiance of your coming banish from our minds the darkness of sin. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Hey, we've gone through a few changes on Daybreak over the last couple of weeks. If you're a regular listener, you've noticed that. And I would love to hear from you. As a lot of people will tell you, I usually respond to any and every email. So let me know what you think. Let me know how you're feeling. Just write in to say hi. My email address is daybreak at relevantradio.com. Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes, the Saturday edition. I'm Paul Sadek. I will see you again tomorrow morning on the Solemnity of the Most Holy Trinity. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great and holy day and a great and holy weekend. If it's a long one for you, make it extra holy and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.